This is Dumbline, the podcast of dumb crimes and even dumber criminals. We are Dumbline. This is episode six. How's everybody doing? Good. I think we should... Uh, That's Jason, my Gotham buddy. I think we should take time to say happy birthday to Maria. Oh my goodness. Thank you. Happy birthday, Maria. She's vintage. Thanks. I'm vintage something. Yeah. I've been going to the movies lately. I went to the, we went to the movies yeah, together. Yeah, Bullet Train. So yeah. Was it good? Great. Yeah. Bullet Train's fun. worth seeing. Okay. Fun. Yeah, it looks like it's fun. So Murray, do you eat while you're at the movies? Of course. Right. So you have to be a psycho not to. Yes. Right. We were in a movie theater and there was only two other people in the theater to see uh, the shell, Marcel the Shell with shoes on. Fantastic movie. There's only two other people in a giant movie theater. And I throw in, my dad told me a trick, you throw in some raisinets into your warm uh, popcorn and it adds a little sweetness to your popcorn. My, mm-hmm. wife, my wife does that with M&M's. Yeah, but I, I was so self-conscious because they only had a soda, the other two people, and it sounded like, a, my hand sounded like a bulldozer going through this bucket <laughs> trying to find a raisinette on the bottom to mix it in with the popcorn. It's so loud in there, and it can't be nearly as loud as you think it is, but, but it, it's, sounds, it sounds so yeah, loud. you got to wait for a part that's like a loud uh, chase, and there's nothing loud in Marcel, your, the shell with shoes on. There was no crazy... Just jam your hand in real yeah. quick when the bullets are flying. Yeah, I was really self-conscious. So thanks for joining us. My name is Greg, that is Jason, my golfing buddy, not my Gotham buddy, as some people have said. We are not in Batman. Is that Gotham? That is, that yeah. is Batman. Some, Batman. I am his golf buddy. <laughs> not my gothing. We don't go goth dancing together. No, we, it's the sport of sticks and balls, golfing. <laughs> and we are joined by our punk rock goddess, Maria Raha. Hi, everybody. So uh, I guess here we go. Episode six. What you got, Maria? All right. So on this episode, we're going far, far away for the dumb to Jilin City in northeast China in the province of Jilin, which borders North Korea and Russia. We just did Jilong. Jilong. I know. It's a coincidence. Jilin. Um, The sources I used for this episode include China Daily, The the Globe and Mail, Taiwan News, INF News, The World, and for some reason, The New York Daily News. (laughs) I mean, you can't go wrong starting off with the China Daily. <laughs> isn't that um, isn't that um, suppressed? Like, I would think the headline is just USA sucks. Yeah. Every day, USA sucks. <laughs> USA sucks. Or China headline: China better than USA. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I can't. You know, the thing is, there's like absolutely no information after all of this ends and like a follow-up of what happened to him it's just like boom done and you know i can't get court documents from china well you just go away there yeah you just go you just go away it's true you you like spend your life picking blades of grass out of a field they send you up to like mongolia and you're you just leave you just go away yeah all right what's going on in jolene okay so in 1998 a man named Wu Gong was about 25 years old and recently divorced with a six-year-old child. He was a local actor and entertainer in Jilin City. On February 6, 1998, Wu Gong met two of his friends, A Yang and Sun Jun. I'm sorry, I'm giggling. It's like, a mal- it's like a little bit of a tongue twister sometimes with the names. Uh, they also met a woman TV host <laughs> <laughs> with whom A Yang was infatuated. A Young is one of Wu Gong's friends. <laughs> Wu Gong, A Young, and Sun Jun are friends. Sun Jun, yeah. A woman TV host who remains unnamed was with them. Okay. And A Young has a crush on 
the woman TV host. I mean, who are these two cats just hanging out? Three guys just hanging out with a TV host? Yeah. That got to be some kind of celebrity in China, I would is, think. This is this is breaking all my preconceived notions about China. Like this guy's an actor. Like he's divorced. I feel what do you like think those, there's no uh, like no, those... no plays and no comedians in China. Nothing had yeah, nothing fun happens in China. Yeah, he's yeah. he's an actor, a musician, a singer, an entertainer. So yeah. maybe it's it's possible that he had some connection to this woman. Okay. Nobody's saying he's good. I mean, we don't well, know. He could be very talented or have been very I'm talented. Just, I'm just saying yeah. in a in a in a communist regime where you, yeah, maybe that's just the American propaganda in my, yeah, in my so. brain. So nobody I'm laughs, in, nobody yeah, acts. I'm, indo- I'm indoctrinated. <laughs> <laughs> you want to stand up and give us pleasure? <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. So when a young tried hard to hit on the TV host, she got uncomfortable, made excuses to leave. Um, and a young was relentless at trying to keep her at dinner. Hmm. He insisted on driving her home, and when she said she preferred a taxi and went outside to hail one, A. Young acted like a true gentleman and forced himself into the taxi with her. Hmm. Um, okay. The driver made the wise decision to stay put and not drive off. He was kind of holding on to see which one of them was going to get out of the cab. Um, and eventually, Sun Jun came out and pulled A. Young out of the back of the car. I'm saying this for the visual. A. Young was a dwarf. So mm. it was easy to pull him, you know, it was kind of easy to, to yank him out of the car. Yeah. Um, and the two of them began fighting. He's a very aggressive dwarf. He, <laughs> he <laughs> seems to be. Yeah, I yeah. mean. Horny and aggressive. <laughs> it, it also seems like this dinner, this dinner didn't get very far. Like, like it seems like they sat down, they ordered appetizers, and it, he was like, I love you. She was like, I'm leaving. She's, she's still in the cab. She's still in the cab. Okay. I can't believe this is happening. There are no dwarves in China. Everyone is like six feet tall and beautiful and come on. It's your propaganda now. <laughs> 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 um, okay. So the two of them begin fight, fighting outside the cab. And in order to defuse the situation, Wu Gong produced a fruit knife. What's a fruit knife? I would say one of those little paring knives. Okay. Or is it one of the, remember those, uh, those grapefruit knives that had like a oh, little, yeah, those, had a little curve, curl. little curve yeah. on the end of it. Hmm. Um, so when Sun Jun also saw, I'm sorry, when Wu Gong saw Sun Jun holding something, he reacted immediately by stabbing Sun Jun twice with the knife. He got really surprised. Blood starts pouring out, and Wu Gong runs off. Wu Gong stabs Sun, Sun Jun, who's holding. Who was holding a young? So it's it seems like Wu Gong got protective of a young because he's much more he's much smaller yeah, than just, the two of them, and yeah. he was defending him and trying to defuse a situation. But there were pro- there was probably a lot of booze involved, and he turned. They're, around they're and all stabbed. friends. They're all friends. Pulling out a knife is not a is not a escalator. I know. <laughs> I'm going to de-escalate this right now. It's like, just weird, like fruit a fruit knife. knife. Is it in a sheath? Because that seems a little dangerous to just be hanging in your pocket. <laughs> it's probably serrated. Oh, you know, I should also mention a lot of these episodes, a lot of these episodes, a lot of these articles got translated through Google Translate. So there are going to be some quotes that are really hilarious coming oh, up that I'm going to read exactly. But perhaps the fruit knife without mm. any explanation is like a direct translation of a Okay. Word in Chinese that might not make sense to us, or so it was just a it was a no, you a, knife, say a, knife. a small knife. I mean, I just did a quick Google search and Google images of a fruit knife. It looks like like a little paring knife. Mm-hmm. Okay. So Sunjun was taken to the hospital, but he died two days later from his wounds at mm-hmm. twenty four years old. 
Wu Gong then took off for Hangzhou, which is more than 2,200 kilometers away and south of South Korea. Kilometers? What does that equal? I'm trying to... Okay, you want me to do... I have no idea what kilometers equals. This is America. Metrics. Metrics. 2,200 kilometers. Why, why would we want all of our measurements to be by tens? That's way too easy. Or why we want to conform like the to the rest of the, of the world? world. <laughs> yeah. You're a punk rock. Conformist, no. <laughs> Are you, you looking up 2,200 yeah. kilometers? Yeah, that's, that's 13, 1367, so 1,400 miles. Oh, wow. It's like here to Florida, maybe a little longer. It's a good trip. Yeah. Um, so he took off with a few hundred dollars and rented a motel room. He never called his son or family to let him know where he was, and as a result, as time went by, his son thought he had probably died. After spending months in the motel and only eating one meal a day to stretch his money, he got bored, obviously, and homesick, and decided to move to Shenyang, which is only about four hours away from Jolene and closer to his family. He didn't contact them. Are the police <laughs> looking for him? I mean, I don't know that the police were actively looking for him. He ran right off, and I don't know that and a then, young and then was, moved away. Like, and then moved a, away immediately. immediately. Immediately, he left. Okay. Um, so he's just gonna pop. He's gonna move in and then just do like a pop in on his family and be like, "Hey, I'm." I'm no, alive. he never goes back to his family. Oh, he goes wow. closer to the city, but he never goes back to his family. Wow. He's right, creeping around, following them in the car, and watching. Yes, them. in like the park and stuff. Yeah, in like the park. <laughs> they got parks in time. <laughs> um, so he obviously couldn't use the ID he had because it had a, his old name on it. So he began waiting tables and washing dishes to make a living under his new name, Lou Howe. You writing that name down, Greg? Listen, I, if I get through this, I'm going to be impressed because I can't keep track of names when it's Buck and Billy. <laughs> As he began to make friends, he eventually once again became an entertainer. He became a party host and had a party hosting business and became a popular vocal teacher in Shenyang. Wow. This guy's all right. Party host. Yeah, I mean, he's resourceful. Yeah. Is, he just, is that like a party planner? Yeah, and a host. Like he, like a hype man. Okay. You know? <laughs> yes, <laughs> hype man with a fruit knife and a bad temper. <laughs> and a dark secret. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Okay, so here's one of the funny quotes that I can't really decipher, but I want to include them anyway. So this, this is in reference to his strategy for making money and building up his reputation in Shenyang. Quote, if there is a friend who can give me a dollar and I know 10,000 friends, then he can give me 10,000 yuan, dollars, comma, then my life will be very comfortable. I agree with that. Okay. So he's yeah. looking for one dollar. One dollar from, from everybody. One dollar from, is that what you, what you think it is? Yeah. One dollar from 10,000 Like we friends. have like, Seven Twitter followers. If all seven gave us a dollar each month, we'd be. Hey, that's an idea. Yeah, pay for a bad bottle of wine for each episode recording. Get it together, followers. So after years of building his reputation, Howe realized something was missing in his life. Once he was established in Shenyang, he began to get lonely and decided to try to find a wife. How do you think he tried to find a partner? Here comes the dumb. A regional satellite television station produced a dating show called Happy League, seemingly like the dating game where contestants compete for dates. It aired in Heilongjiang province, which is in northeast China and borders Russia. 
Lou Howe became a contestant on the show. What an idiot. <laughs> so this guy, this guy is hiding for... So he's definitely in hiding, I guess. He's definitely in hiding. and, and It's the hor- horny, man. <laughs> horny dudes do dumb things. Horny dudes do... <laughs> But if you're a party host, don't you think you could like hit on someone at one of these parties? I mean, who knows if he's any good? True. Well, he makes a lot of money. What was the game show called again? Happy Land? Happy Happy League. Happy League. Yeah, yeah. Maybe it's like a a weeks-long competition with standings. (laughs) Would you Would you watch that, Greg's? uh, Yeah, I'll watch that. Would you watch that? If I'm sick, sick with the vid, I can't get off the couch yet. Um, Lou Howe was a contestant in episode that aired November 14th, oh, 2010. <laughs> Is this available, this episode? Oh, no. It's been taken down. Okay. Bachelor number two. Tell us a oh secret. My God. He is bachelor number two. <laughs> Tell us a secret. <laughs> I killed someone with a fruit knife. <laughs> <laughs> my hobbies You like include, bad boys, right? <laughs> I like to eat one piece of bread a day, hide in a hotel room. Wow, he was bachelor number two. All right. He was really bachelor that's, number two. That's great. Sweet. That's great. So apparently the woman contestant was, her heart was won over when he performed a high energy running man dance to techno. <laughs> uh, I do like a good running man. <laughs> <laughs> a, a, in 2010 a, a good 90s hip hop dance will win over any any woman I don't know I'm I'm a little skeptical about that <laughs> I think she needs therapy what do these other two guys have to offer if like they gotta be they gotta be terrible if she's if she's won over by his enthusiastic <laughs> running, running, running man. man even more disturbing is that there were seven other men competing <laughs> and wow. he won I've never seen a dating show like with so many seven, people like that. I know and she specifically calls out the 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 running man dance. So that's like nothing else on that on that show got this woman's attention more than his enthusiastic running man. Well, the Associated Press said the running man dance to techno. I don't know that she ever admitted to that. Um, so how won out over seven other men? One of them was a police officer. All right. On the show, Hal was asked, what is your favorite person? He answered, I like plump bodies. Plump? Plump? (laughs) Yeah. All right. That's what he said. All right. He also explained that he was a music teacher and said, I used to be the lead dancer in the Jolene City Ballroom in my early years. Mm. So he didn't even change his backstory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He just just changed his name and everything's the same. Everything's the same. Yeah. So about seven months later, an anonymous caller tipped off the criminal. Wow, seven months? Seven months later. Wow. Um, they called and talked to the criminal police brigade of the public security of Shunyang District in Jilin City. That's what the cops are called? <laughs> yes. Can you, can you please read that again? Criminal police brigade of the public security of Shunyang District in Jilin hmm. City. That's probably like a three syllable word in it probably yeah yeah so someone is someone sitting on this information and debating whether to turn him in for seven months or is it like a rerun someone catches him on a rerun it wasn't only broadcast regionally they also put it on the internet which is how somebody must have seen it seven months later that they were watching the show so a woman called and said on November 14th, 2010, there was a blind dating program called Happy League. Lou Howe, the number two male contestant on the show, is related to a murder 13 years ago. He's formerly known as Wu Gong. He should be a fugitive. I can't tell you too much, and I can't tell you <clears throat> who I am, but what I say is true. You can check the case back then. She then hung up. wonder if it was the, it was the reporter TV 
TV lady. Mm. Oh, Maybe. that was in the that was in the well, Dorian's back. Dorian's, in case in case he's got a theory. <laughs> But maybe it was maybe it was her. She oh. might, I, I, you know, my bet is on um, the ex-wife. But if the oh, ex-wife right, right. knew, yeah, she would she would recognize him. But she thinks he's just. I guess she thinks he's dead at this point. The son thought he was dead. They never said what the ex-wife okay. thought, or maybe she told him he died just it's to gotta make be him the feel ex-wife. Better. I forgot he was divorced. Yeah, it's got to be the ex-wife. So the police watched the episode, obviously. They began by comparing the facial sim- similarities between Wu Gong and Lu Hao, but their interest was really piqued when Hao talked about being the lead dancer in Jilin City, <laughs> which is the same career path that Wu Gong took. <laughs> At the uh, same yeah, time. It's a yeah. humble brag. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So should have just left it at the running man. I mean, yeah, 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 you had her. Wouldn't you think to come up with something like if they ask me where I came from? Don't I, don't bring up your LinkedIn with only a changed name. I mean, I haven't changed followers. Every yeah. same followers, same everything. You just change your name. I know. <laughs> Wu Gong is the AKA Lu Hao. He yes. goes. He goes in with no with no plan. Nah, he hasn't thought about as, this at he, all. As soon as he said that, he was probably like, uh, fuck. <laughs> you think? Man, He's so proud man. of his accomplishments. He's just you got You them. gotta know that you fucked up there. Well, he did think that the show was only going to be shown regionally. He didn't know it was going to be put on the internet, which is like in 2010, if you think something's not going to be put on the internet, I don't know where you've been. But even, yeah. even regionally, wasn't he in the region where he committed the... He was four hours away from the region. I mean, yeah, yeah, but he's um, he is not. I don't think he regrets it all. I don't think he realizes it because he doesn't change his name and he just stays in the same town with the same name. He doesn't go on the run again. If he realized when he said it, oh man, I fucked up. That's a good. He's gonna go on the run again and change his name. But nah, this dude's nah. He's he's probably dating mad, mad (laughs) amounts of women or whatever he's dating because he's this former dance troupe leader or whatever he was in some (laughs) other town. Jalene, he's enthusiastic (laughs) running man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) To techno. (laughs) So the cops. find his contact information pretty quickly and after some further investigation about where he's living checking in with some neighbors they use a local phone card and they use a local accent they fake an accent to book how for a birthday celebration it's the kind of call he fielded all the time and something he would not have been suspicious so of. they fake like a regional dialect accent? yeah okay yeah how arranges to meet his new client at a hotel to nail down the details of the party at- what? who goes to a hotel to nail down details of a fucking party <laughs> You know what? Meet, you know what? I would just. Uh, I, I think we should just meet out front of the the police station. It'll be it'll be really easy. It's between both. You of know, us. I really want to hammer out the details of this kids party. How about we get together at the hotel and we'll work on this? Like the hotel. It's 2010. Email. Coffee shop. Isn't it? I mean, can't you take care of that via email? I don't know, but you guys are psychic. You keep predicting things in this story <laughs> because they're idiots. So he shows up at the Great Upon Hotel at noon. Meets the people he does not know are police, and then they ask him to come to another location with them. <laughs> Let's check out the party space. It's it's six <laughs> by six. <laughs> it's got bars it's on the front of it. It's very small, and it's a party of one. <laughs> as they rode together to the other location, Howe tried to sell them on his skills and abilities as a party host. He's yeah. bragging about his career. You know, you know he he did the running man at some <laughs> point. This guy loved talking about himself, <laughs> yeah, boy. He really did. 
Um, they eventually pull into the Public Security Bureau and the police say, we are from the Criminal Investigation Brigade of Chalene City like Public a, Security like Bureau. Monty Python Brigade. Like, <laughs> we are Spanish Inquisition. We are the... I mean, they said just, the whole, yeah. whole name. Oh, man. And then they said, you should know what's going on, Wugong. Stop acting. It's been 13 years. He was stunned. He was stunned that he, he was stunned was, that they knew he was acting. He thought his acting was so good. Yeah, He's like, I "How do you know I'm acting? Let's stop acting." How do you know I'm acting? These guys fooled. He, <laughs> yeah. for him to be shocked in that moment is 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 incredible. Like, I don't know how you're on TV in the in the region where you committed this murder you're talking about the same thing and he's he's shocked like this guy was this guy thought a lot of himself I yeah bet. i think he repressed a lot too. i think he convinced himself probably that he didn't just, do it yeah um, or it was just over i guess after 13 years he could have gotten away with this thing if he just wasn't on television, on television. he wasn't horny <laughs> that's, that's i'm pretty sure internet censored over there oh, oh yeah yeah, yeah. So police officer Lee Ang said, Lou had become accustomed to his new identity and fooling everyone around him, so he didn't think twice about going on the show. He had managed to escape the law for so long, he became overconfident about not being caught. Dead when, on, I agree completely. Yeah, yeah. He, he might have had a shot if he just switched up his backstory. I think he was on this show looking for a break, He's like a TV break or a movie oh, break. Oh, yeah, yeah. So he was using good, his real. He probably that, that's was. That's a good point. Yeah, his resume. Still make up a fake resume. I mean, I don't know. Anyway. <laughs> Listen, not everyone's the musical director of Jolene. I know. <laughs> I mean, that's something. Once that happens in your life, you're not going to not mention that. He can't, can't not say that. <laughs> so when he got caught, he said, quote, my biggest regret is not being able to do my feeling filial piety at the moment of being caught i have no burden and i feel very relaxed i can finally go back to jolene do you think you're going to go back to your music heyday <laughs> yes <laughs> big song and dance guy what is what did you say filial piety filial piety All right, so i i need help with that yeah, I, I do too you want me to look it up is it i mean familial i don't know maybe he feels guilty oh my god it just came right up it's listening it's always listening Oh, it's an attitude of respect for parents and ancestors in societies influenced by Confucian thought. Okay. So he's going to go back to that? Yeah, he I'm thinks sorry. he's going to go back to that? Where people are going to respect him as the end? That he would be respecting his parents, it oh, sounds like. Oh, all right. So there are no public updates on the result of his arrest. Yeah, he, he's gone. Yeah. He's just gone somewhere. The penalty law of the People's Republic of China for homicide is death life imprisonment, or no fewer than 10 years for killing with intent, but what's known as minor killing, which is manslaughter or accidental death, brings a sentence of no fewer than three years. And unfortunately... You know, I think there's some lenient sentences for China. I would think it would all be crazy. Three years for for manslaughter? That's a minimum, but... Yeah, I mean, well... Well, Yeah, minimum. But the way it's listed... For homicide is death, life imprisonment, or no fewer than 10 years. I'm such a product of U.S. propaganda because I would just think anytime you're convicted of killing anyone in China, you just spend your life in jail or you get executed. Yeah. yeah I I'm surprised there's that. 10 years, three years. Yeah. I agree. We're, we're such a so, so indoctrinated with this. This like Cold <laughs> War, Cold good War guy, American bad guy, hate. Bullshit. Yeah. Oh, my God. What did Lou get? Do we know? 
No, there's no, no. other sentence. That's the thing. Like, you so, know. So maybe they, you yeah. know, they they throw that out there. The the death, the the no less than ten years were minimum three, but you don't know what happens. So no, I don't. Just like I actually just go. They, we just kill everybody. Right, 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 right. But we say we yeah, have serious penalties. All right, so let's recap the dumb. Bring in a fruit knife out of your party. Like, what is he? You're going to get hungry and get a like a cantaloupe off a, a street merchant or something late at night? What's he walking where, around with a fruit knife? Where do, you, where do you store that to? Like, yeah, yeah. You can't just put that in your pocket. No. I wonder if it he grabbed it, it from the fall. bar. Like, maybe he grabbed it from a bar? Yeah, because he, he stumbled onto this happening, right? Yeah, he came out yeah, of yeah, the bar. Like he came yeah. out being like, oh, Someone's messing with my dwarf friend. I better grab a. <laughs> I gotta go get a. Give me that <laughs> knife you're using to cut the limes. Now oh, this dude's just hanging out with a, a paring knife sticking out of his back pocket or something. <laughs> Fucking fruit okay. knife. So the fruit knife. The fruit knife. The- not know, asking. I, I mean, they're all your friends. Not asking a single fucking question about what's happening here. Yeah. He just comes out and stabs his other friend with a fucking fruit knife. Yeah, yeah, this guy is not not safe to be partying with. He had to have outbursts like this before. Jesus Christ! <laughs> I mean, like me coming, you pulling Marie out of a car, me coming out of a local bar, just fucking jamming a fruit knife in your chest. Like what the fuck? It's true. Yeah, that guy it's should true. not have a knife on him. Maybe no. he's, he's known for the fruit knife, and he's got like a, yeah, yeah. his own little, a little holster. Little, yeah, little holster for it. <laughs> All right. So, yeah. Go ahead. Fruit knife is well, dumb. Well, your fruit knife is dumb. TVs. Go on TVs pretty stupid. Yeah, I mean, yeah. That, that's but, great when you're a fugitive and you just go on a TV dating show <laughs> and brag, brag about your past life that you're, you're running from. No, that's not me. We have different names. <laughs> yeah. We have different names. No. My name is... We look similar. Yeah, it's... It's different. That's that guy can't do the running man like I can. <laughs> yeah. That's woo. I'm Lou. Yeah. Come on. Get it right. Yeah. <laughs> Wasn't me. Okay. So also assuming that a regional television show is not going to be broadcast on the internet in 2010, I think yes. that's a pretty dumb. Yes. Yeah. And then real, uh, being on TV saying this, not changing your name, not moving, agreeing to meet people planning a party at a fucking hotel. <laughs> and then willingly like, going yeah, to another yeah, location. Yeah, we like haven't that. quite hammered out these details about how many balloons we're going to have. We better go to another location. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Would you like to go to the balloon store with us? We, yes. need, your, we need your advice on yes. colors. Yeah, I feel like going to another location is like they always tell people who are um, being held up or being attacked by someone, never go to the next place with them because that's when things go south. You, you cannot go to another place. I feel like that should just go for everything in life. Don't go to another location with strangers. Period. <laughs> period. Yeah, but this guy is so his he's his ego. They could have just said, Huge ego. "Hey, someone." All you had to say to this guy was like, "Yo, we have a friend who's a giant fan of yours, and she wants to meet you from your yeah, days he, as a song guy in Jolene." <laughs> He'd hop in that car in a minute. That's true. <laughs> this guy, his, his, ego, his ego was oh, was enormous. Horrible to hang out with. This yeah, guy is not he, only he's probably yeah bad guy. Yeah, 
Yeah, just, insufferable. You know, he's just bl- blurbing oh. about himself constantly. Yeah. The glory in, days. Insuffer- insuffer- <laughs> insufferable is a is a great a great way to put it. <laughs> and he's just, don't, don't make me do it. Oh, uh, you're twisting my arm. <laughs> Puts on some techno music. Starts running man I'm all over gonna, the place. Not, did, who put this on? Did somebody put this music on? All right, he's got guys. a little speaker on his belt. He's got a fruit knife <laughs> on one side of his <laughs> belt. A little speaker on the other, and he just kicks out techno music and busts the running man out. <laughs> <laughs> Just to impress the ladies. <laughs> oh man, come on, Wu, get it together. Yeah. So, as far as we know, Wu is still in prison. He's not alive. <laughs> yeah, he's dead. Or yeah, not alive. He's not alive. I like going international sometimes, Maria. It's always fun. Good. Yeah. Good. I never thought we'd have anything come out of China. I didn't think there'd be any information about anything bad happening well, in China. Well, I mean, this one is so dumb. It hit the international <laughs> news wires. <laughs> All right, Jason, where do people find us on our socials? Socials. So um, across all socials, we're just uh, Dumbline Podcasts. So like, rate, subscribe. Uh, we've got some special content that we put on there. We do some great TikTok videos of trailers. We think for, they're great. We think they're awesome. Yeah, they're, they're great. Um, so make sure you check those out on TikTok. Um, also, if you like the podcast, share with your friends. Hey, and also we have a website now. The website's dumblinepodcast.com. Go to that website. There's a contact page. If you go on that contact page, you can email us questions, comments, concerns, or we have a phone number. You can leave us a voicemail, um, and we will try and figure out how to play it or read whatever you say on voicemail. And if you do email us or call us and leave us a voicemail, please give us your pronouns. Yeah, and tips, too. Please feel free to contact us with any tips on stories you have. Yes. If you have a tip for a story and you send it in to us, just give us like a name and location so we can give it to Maria so I won't or Jason won't see any oh. other information about it. And yeah, we like to come in as fresh. Yeah, yes. we don't know anything that's going on prior to this. So. Yeah. All right. Thanks for listening, everybody. I'm Greg. I'm Jason. I'm Maria. Thanks, everybody, for your support. Yes, we are Dumbline. We're like Dateline, but dumb. Take it easy. Bye. See you guys.